Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Now, as always, I want to start this off with saying that I love you and I appreciate you. Your support is what gets me out of bed every morning and drives me to drinking every evening. If you'd like to help make my world a little saner, I would love it if you clicked the share button and sent this episode to someone you know that might find enjoyment, encouragement, education, or entertainment from it. So last week we sat down with the entire family and we talked about what it's like living in a mixed household. It's maybe a blended household. Not mixed or blended as in two families coming together to become one, but in the sense that there are normies, left of normals, and ADHDers living together. I apologize for the poor sound quality on that one. We recorded it in the kitchen where there are fewer soft surfaces to muffle the echo Uh, Next time, I suppose I'll make a little blanket fort for us so we can huddle around and the sound will be a little crisper. This week, we're going to touch on a relatively new subject. Uh, I've talked about autism before. I've talked about ADHD before, and there's a, quote, new diagnosis out there. Uh, Really, it's just a new term called AUDHD. It's a combination of autism and ADHD. It's when someone on the spectrum also has a bit of ADHD going on, creating a discombobulated world that doesn't slow down very much. So we'll walk through some of the signs and symptoms of ADHD and then autism, and we'll check out the overlap between these two and how they manifest in a way that can tend to be a bit wacky. We're going to start with ADHD here. There are a bunch of different stats out there and depending on where you look you'll find that probably between four percent and six percent of the u.s population is affected by adhd boys tend to be more likely are are more much more likely to be diagnosed it's probably because boys rule and we do totally awesome things that can be misinterpreted as crazy Now, if you've lived amongst people in the last couple of decades, you've likely seen untreated ADHDers out there. Uh, They're generally characterized by inattention or hyperactivity. That's where the H in ADHD comes from, by the way. Something you learned. New, New information there. Their minds tend to wander a bit, and they'll lose track of time easily. They take risks tend to be forgetful and generally always looking for something new and exciting something that can get them riled up revved up and stimulated now, if you can remember back to when you were just a wee child you'll probably think well yeah shoot that's kind of all of us uh, the d- big difference here is that with somebody that has adhd it's pretty much all of the time Everyone is hyper at times. ADHD kids and adults generally just aren't able to turn it off without medication to help, that is. Generally, everyone is forgetful at times. They take risks, let their mind water wander, or searching for something new and exciting. But when you have ADHD, it's just kind of constant. Autism, uh, you probably know many of these signs and symptoms if you've listened to 
any episodes of this cast before. Stats are widely varied on this one as well, but generally, if you average them out, they come to around 2% of the population falls somewhere on the spectrum. Those numbers have gone up a little bit from around 1% to as high as 2.7%, mostly because doctors understand the spectrum better and realize that a lot of us know how to mask and imitate well enough so we can fit in and not appear to be too weird. Some of the signs and symptoms include unclear social signals, communication issues, special interests, quite routine-oriented, literal, detail-oriented, and a rigidity to following rules. ADHD affects roughly 5% of the population. Autism affects roughly 2% of the population. But of those among the autistic community, 50 to 70% of them are comorbid with ADHD. So if you're already diagnosed or suspect that you're on the spectrum, there's a very high chance that you also have at least a touch of ADHD to go along with that. But now that leads to issues that these two diagnoses seem to be at odds with each other. ADHD is all about go, 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 and frantically try to fulfill the dopamine requests from the mind, often with spontaneous and lack of impulse control. It looks like it'll be fun, it looks like it'll be stimulating, and bam, it's taken care of. It's done. The brain, the body acts before the brain realizes what exactly is going on. Autism is all about structure, focus, and routine, where surprises aren't desired. It tends to be a bit more of, in my opinion, leveler, calmer, uh, yeah, some of the, just fill in some various synonyms for that. So, But there are a bunch of overlapping characteristics that can be found in those with ADHD and those with autism. Uh, whether they have one or both, they tend to fit these categories as well. Uh, things included there are sensory issues, uh, tastes, sounds, smells, and feels. Sometimes things just don't hit right, and so they can be very disturbing to both groups. There's hyperfixations, uh, something I talked about a few episodes ago, so scroll on back and check that one out if you haven't listened to that. Insomnia, restlessness, stimming, fidgeting, difficult making and keeping friendships, executive function struggles, Depression and anxiety are all factors that are in both the autism and ADHD uh, signs and or symptoms. So as I'm reading through some of this stuff on AUDHD, I don't even know if, like, is that ADHD? I don't know if you sound out the AU or just call it AW. Anyway, somebody might be able to comment on that one. As I'm reading through all this, I realize I might have a bit more of the ADHD than I ever realized. Partly because I never thought I did, because I wasn't 
a particularly wild or hyperactive child. So that made me discount the idea that there might be a touch of ADHD there. But as I learn about it, it seems that the left of normal brain counteracted with the hyperbrain leaves me with a weird mix of struggles. Now, of course, I see the opposite in my son, where his hyperactive brain counteracts the autism brain, and the ADHD is more pronounced than the Asperger's, or left of normal. Uh, yes, I still use Asperger's as a descriptor, because I don't care about Hans Asperger, I care about how it's easier to say than level 1 autism, or high-functioning autism, or more and more well-known than the up-and-coming new phrase, left of normal. So anyway... Uh, for, in my opinion, for those who have a stronger bit of autism than ADHD, they tend to not see themselves as ADHD-ish. And then the opposite is true. If their ADHD overrides the autism, then they see themselves more as hyperactive and ADHD-ish. So anyway, we'll get into a list of kind of what this looks like here shortly. First, I have a little bit of a story to tell about me, and a commercial that does a rather good job of describing a lot of what goes through the brain and how my body reacts. So it's around 20 years ago, uh, Toyota put out a commercial for their all-new Toyota Tacoma with TRD off-roading package about suffering from adrenalitis. Uh, the commercial starts out, it's showing this guy in very si various situations where most people are excited, happy, thrilled, or reacting in some sort of way. Shows him, he's like watching a football game with his buddies, and he's just got this ho-hum look on his face, and everyone else is jumping up and down and cheering. And another scene shows him stopping to tie his shoe, and this like Rottweiler charges at him and stops just short at the end of its chain, and he doesn't even react. And he's just feeling down. He's kind of bored with basically everything until he drives his new Toyota Tacoma. And then all of a sudden, everything's awesome. He's thrilled. He's super pumped. He jumps out of the truck. And he's like cheering and waving his hands, says how this truck literally saved his life. And the idea was that, you know, you suffer from adrenalitis and something they said it's something that where you don't really get the thrills, you don't get excited until the adrenaline is actually pumping, and basically you need a Tacoma to get those adrenaline highs. Anyway, my friends and I were, and still are to an extent, thrill seekers kind of like that. The commercial resonated with us as we didn't find some of the things scary or exciting it, to be really all that thrilling they had to be like hit this certain peak that most people never even got to so like you give us a mountain to climb or like a cave to explore a bike trail to rip down that stuff was fun and exciting give us a football game or sometimes even carnival rides they're entertaining but they don't give us the high that a lot of people get from it all right so where am i going with this how do i relate this back to being left of normal or adhd I can't speak to the normies out there, uh, or, or those who don't have adrenalitis, which is actually a, a actual condition. It's I'm just I'm not referring to the actual condition here, but I suspect that uh, normies generally get the same mood boosting high that I get from shredding down a mountain on skis or hucking myself off a cliff, climbing up those mountains and. And the like, I, I suspect they get the same high from things like 
football games and various social interactions. They crave that excitement that comes from those social interactions, whereas I crave the excitement that comes from getting away from those social interactions. So being left of normal, society can be confusing and all the rules that everyone just seems to know, those of us on the spectrum have to kind of painstakingly learn them. Some of them by observation, some of them by trial and error. The observation ones, fortunately, I was able to uh, collect this insight when I was around five or six years old. And we were having a barbecue at our house. A bunch of families were over. And another family was there with their two-year-old-ish son. And at one point, the two-year-old stripped off all of his clothing and he ran across the backyard. Now, I learned from observation and the parent's reaction that you aren't supposed to get naked at family get-togethers and run across the backyard. Those rules obviously went out the window at once I got into college, and college get-togethers were a little bit different. Anyway, let's get back to this. How do these seemingly at-odds brain functionings manifest together? So I love routines and planning. I've probably talked about this uh, many, many times, and I like to organize things, map out my day, and create these schedules of things that I am to be doing. That's the left of normal trait. But then I get overwhelmed with that schedule, and I have trouble following it because I get distracted by something kind of shiny, an ADHD trait. So I try to hone myself back in, and I make a list for my list, frantically trying to cross things off the list so I get that little dopamine dump that my brain wants from the ADHD side of things, but still sticking to the script and the plan that my left-of-normal side of brain wants. Or we can look at these special interests. I have a bunch of them that I become fascinated with. I pour myself into them because I find them interesting and also calming and soothing. That's a left of normal trait. But then I get easily bored because I see something shiny and new, so I chase after that interest, an ADHD trait. And then eventually I'll get downhearted because I neglected my other special interest and I feel bad about that, so I jump back into that one. Then I feel bad about the ne neglecting the other one, so I jump back into those. And eventually I just kind of give all of those up and shove them in a closet and go find something new. One of the characteristics in the overlap categories I mentioned earlier was insomnia. And for as long as I've known myself, I've had trouble sleeping. Uh, usually it's just because the brain will not stop going through generally scenarios that will never come to fruition, just uh, playing future conversations over and over and over. And then I never actually conversate with that individual that I imagine all these conversations going on. A lot of those brain activity thingies lead to anxiety and worry because I might not have done something, some social something, something the right way, then that leads to restlessness because I don't want to just sit around and do nothing. A lot of times I feel sleep is a waste of time because I could be getting something done and I always want to be creating something or moving forward and with something and growing something new and it takes a lot of actual effort to slow down and relax. It's kind of like the meme I posted on Facebook in the Facebook group yesterday. It's simultaneously being overwhelmed and underwhelmed. Restless to get things done, but anxious to avoid uncomfortable stimuli and people. So, a lot of us 
that fall into this category. We just kind of create our own little world. It's a retreat from the real world, a place where I can do what I want and find just the right amount of being whelmed, not overwhelmed, not underwhelmed, but still feel like I'm being productive. It's one of the big reasons I have my business set up the way that I have it set up. It wasn't exactly a conscious choice, but my AUDHD brain decided to structure my life in the most comfortable way possible, which now, many years later, I realized was a happy accident. So, question to those of you who identify with being left of normal, or if you have children who are, how do you see AUDHD? Do you feel those traits pop up? Do you think the analysis is accurate? Or do you think it's just another trait of the ADHD or the autism or, you know, whichever category you identify with? And furthermore, do you feel you suffer from adrenalitis? For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, please like, comment, subscribe, join the Facebook community, and feel free to ask any questions you have over there. Hit the anonymous post button if you don't want to be singled out. Remember that those of us who are left of normal are likely to have a bit of an ADHD brain as well, making us even weirder than you can ever imagine. And of course, share this podcast with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.